Welcome to Christ Rehoboth Church, a place where we help people discover their purpose for living and raise kingdom people for global impact. Join us today as Reverend Kingsley Agu takes you deep into God's Word. We have a lot to cover today, but we are also going to pray. We are still on the plan, purpose, and pursuit. And uh, I like for you to understand that as we start at the beginning of this year, I'm going to try and go through the entire series because um, I need you to walk in your purpose, in God's giving purpose for your life. Amen. I said amen. All right, Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Remember, last time um, I said to Ross, it is not abnormal. To follow the will of God. It is not abnormal to obey God. It is not abnormal for a creation to follow the will of the creator. Let's use a physical example that is not worthy enough to explain this, but let me explain it anyway. The cell phone in your hands what was the purpose of his creation? Church? Come and talk to me, church. To communicate. Now, is that the purpose you made for it? Or is the purpose the creator made for it? The creator made for it. So, the cell phone in your hand cannot jump out of your hands and develop legs to begin to walk outside of what the creator created it for. Now, you are God's creation and Revelation said you were created for his pleasure. That would mean you are not supposed to follow what you want, but what he wants. You are worthy, O God. And to you, you created all things. And for you, they were all and were created. You know, growing up, we used to misinterpret um, that word. We say, and well created. How many of you used to quote it as well created? To, for thy pleasure, they are and were created. So, there is no creation on earth that was created for the purpose of the creation. I repeat that. There is no creation on earth that was created for the purpose of the creation. All 
creation was created by the creator for his purpose. Praise God. So, it is not a sacrifice if you are following the plan and purpose of God for your life. It's not a sacrifice. Praise God. You are God's creation. Remember, from Adam, he created all. But in Christ, you are God's creation. Even in the rescue plan of God, he rescued you from the hands of sin for his purpose. He said, for my name, for the honor of my name, I will rescue you. So no man on earth is created to be of a purpose they desire. The world already has things thrown to us. The world already gets us busy. You wake up in the you, you, you wake up in the morning, you decide to get married, you get married, you decide to give birth to children, you nurture that child, immediately that child comes to an age, he starts going to crutch, and then afterwards, babysitting, afterwards, you know, nursery school, afterwards elementary, uh, middle school, high school, college, and it becomes a cycle that the world throws at you. So the world already got you busy. But even in all of that, why were you created? You were created for your purpose. Often a time, we live in a world where money is deciding the purpose of men. Money. So, you are God's creation. How do I know that? 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. If any man be in Christ. So, you are definitely God's creation. There is no question about whether or not you are God's creation. You are his creation because you didn't come into existence by yourself. Dr. Miles Moron said, when the purpose of a thing is not known, Abuse is inevitable. And there are many Christians today who are abusing their purpose. You know, long time ago, I love the keyboard and I want to play keyboard and all of that stuff. And Pastor Jay can remember this. I own a little keyboard because I didn't know how to play it. What did I do? I used it as a shelf. I would lock books on top of it. That was not the purpose the keyboard was created for. Because I didn't know how to make use of it, I abused it. 
many of you are abusing yourself today because you don't know why you were created. <laughs> Ephesians 2.10, he says we are the workmanship of God. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, for we are the workmanship created in Christ. The same thing, God's creation. We are created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God have before ordained that we should walk in them. We were created. We are God's workmanship. God settled down to create you. He didn't create you for you to be happy for yourself. He created you for his purpose. You know, there is a woman of God, very eloquent, who said, was preaching one day. He said, do you know the reason why God created you, the reason why God saved you is for you so that you'll be happy. Look at me. God didn't get you saved for you. It's about people. Not just you. So, you are God's workmanship. God made you. Glory to God. So, it is not abnormal or strange to obey or follow the plan of God for your life. That means doing the will of God is my nature. Can you say to someone, doing the will of God is my nature. Maybe that person is not serious. Turn to someone else. Now, I haven't said that. How many of you know or will agree with me that the system of this world is not in the plan of God? You agree? You know, growing up, I'm that kid that didn't enjoy what my fellow youth enjoyed. Thank God for God that I got saved at a very early age. And so that patterned my life. Glory to God. I didn't go drinking when my friends were drinking. I didn't go smoking when my friends were smoking. I didn't go fornicating when my friends were fornicating. And then, they will call me, oh, don't mind him, he's a Jew. <laughs> I had rather be a Jew in my following the plan of God than to follow the system of this world. And as a result, I realized I was more wiser than my peers. Why? In God's plan for my life was a direction of how I will cut through my life. So there is a course that is laid out for me to follow. And in that course, drinking and smoking and sleeping with women and changing women like rapper was not in the plan. That shaping my association. Do you know you are not too far different from your association? You are not different from people you associate yourself with. We are God's workmanship. 
are we together here? So, it is not abnormal to follow the plan of God. And so, if we agree that the system of this world is not in the will of God or is not the will of God, it means it is also possible for you to do things that these systems like, that this world like, that this world seems to be happy with you with. But the truth is, we are not created to be men pleasers. God didn't create us to be men pleasers. Are you with me so far? And so in Romans 8.14, it says, Romans 8.14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, those who are led by the Spirit of God are not men pleasers. They are not men that follow after the rudiment of this world. You know, pastor, let's switch it up a little bit. You know, um, we need to grow this church. So um, let's include some, um, let's include some um, social things. You know, social things. Things that people will like. Let's include parties. Let's include all of that. The Bible said Jesus was 12 years old and he was found in the temple. When the parents came to him, he said, don't you know, I will be about my father's business at 12. It wasn't found in the children's session. He wasn't found in the teenager session. He wasn't found in the men, women session. He was found in the temple, in the synagogue, learning. And you say, oh, pastor, you know, I've not really enjoyed. I, I see my peers, what they enjoy. That is a case of a person who don't know why God created them. You know, pastor, after I get to 30 years, I can now start my purpose. You're on your own. <laughs> that doesn't mean if you have made some mistakes, there is no room for improvement or correction. Are we together? Church, are we together? Because sometimes we get so immersed into the things of this world that we forget we are not of this world. Do you know that? You get so immersed that you forget whom you are. You forget what you are created for. You get carried away by the things of this world that you don't even remember why you were created. And then when you are now far carried away, pastor comes to you, why? what is your purpose on earth? Actually, pastor, I've been thinking about you too. You know, I've been praying to God to reveal it to me. You, you get so immersed that you are now looking for the unknown where you have forgotten about the known. Question, what are you doing with the known? Because 
the will of God is in the written word. Look for that one first. Don't be too much immersed in the things of this world that you forget your plan and purpose for your life. First John 5, 4. Quickly. First John chapter 5, verse 4. It says, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So, we are born of God. We have overcome the world. John 16.33. John 16.33. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So, there is tribulation in the world. But in Christ, you will find peace. 1 John 5, 19. 1 John 5, 19. And we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So there is this world. And you see, sometimes we are so used to this world that we forget where we belong. There is this world. In this world, there is tribulations. So we are in this world that is full of wickedness and tribulation. But we are not of this world. We hail from a place. We are God's creation. Created for a purpose. A purpose that must be fulfilled. So you will be born with an assignment. A prophecy came in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Before I knew thee in your mother's womb. Before I formed you in your mother's womb. I knew thee and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. There is no human on earth. That is created by God that was created without a purpose. No one was created to be a wasted being. God is not a partial God who creates one with a purpose and creates the other ones to be useless. Question, are there useless people on earth? That is not the choice that God made for them. That is a decision they made for themselves. Someone decided to be a drunk. You know, I was um, watching some Facebook video the other day. This guy, after he was well drunk, as he was walking, in fact, the drunkenness drove him into mud water. And he somersaulted, fell into that mud water, and stayed there. After some time, he stood up again, parabolated back to the mud water. God did not create that person to be like that. He decided to be like that. 
You know why? The outcome of today is as a result of a decision you made yesterday. Am I communicating here? So, if you plan to, if you fail to plan, you have actually planned to fail. And do you know, <laughs> not planning is very expensive. Praise God. So, it is not abnormal to do the will of God. So, question, how many of you know what is on your mind right now? How many of you know what's on your mind right now, right now? Nobody knows. It's still here, but something is there. Whether it is what I am teaching or not. <laughs> because even as I'm teaching now, some minds have parabolated away, veered away, thinking of the party yesterday. Oh, I, I, I didn't give them this style of dance. <laughs> You are bringing the party you attended yesterday to today's service. <laughs> you are still in the spirit of celebration. Keep celebrating. <laughs> now, you know, how many of you know that what is in your mind is what you are thinking about? What is in your mind is what you are thinking about. Now, how many of you can control what you think? Okay, now. I'm wearing a black suit right now. Correct? How do you know I'm wearing a black suit? <laughs> because that's what I'm wearing. Can you control what I'm wearing? You can't control what I'm wearing. So, you just see that I'm wearing a black suit, but you can't control it. Now, question. How many of you can control what you say? Okay. How many of you can control what you think? Now, how many of you can control what is in your mind? You can? Okay. Me wearing a black suit is an image on your mind already. Can you control me wearing black suit? Maybe my wife can. Oh, honey, I don't want you to wear that today. We are not that one. <laughs> but you cannot. Are we together here? So, me wearing black suit is on your mind. You can't control that. You can't control the information that is stamped on your mind. However, you can do something about it. Now, you know what's in your mind by what you are thinking about. That was why Paul said, renew your mind or be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what is Paul really saying? He's saying renew your thinking. Are we together? Renew your thinking. Today we are dealing on mind. Amen. 
Praise God. How you know what you're thinking is what you say or mutter about or worried about. Praise God. You know, Proverbs, let, let's quickly see Proverbs 4.23. Proverbs 4.23. Okay. Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Paul say, govern your heart. So, your thinking governs your life. Your thinking governs your life. That means, you may not control what comes to your mind. But, processing what is in your mind is thinking about it. Is that clear? So, guiding your heart does not mean things or informations will not be thrown at your mind. Guiding your heart doesn't mean that thoughts will not come. But how you stop those thoughts is by words. So, what is he saying when he says, guide your heart? He is saying, control the things you process. Control the things you process. Now, look at me, church. How many of you know that? Every strife, quarrel, fight, divorce, division and breakout in a church started with a thought. What you even wore to church today started with a thought. And if you kill that thought, those things will stop immediately. So, your mind is a key area in following the plan of God. Are we together? Let's quickly see James 1. James 1 from verse 17. James 1 verse 17. To 25. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Next verse. Of his own we begot he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruit of his creatures. Next verse. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. You see? Be swift to hear. Next verse. For the rod of man walketh not the righteousness of God. 21. We are going to 25. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Next verse. 
For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgeteth what manner of man he was. Verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, him being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So, not being a forgetful hearer, that's the word. And the truth is, what you do not think about cannot control your life. What you do not think or process in your heart cannot control your life. What controls your life is as a result of what you processed in your heart. So, how do I control those thoughts? I use the engrafted word of God. Thoughts will come. But I don't let those thoughts weigh me down. Why? Because my mind is a key area in following God's plan. This is why you will notice some people in church. They hear pastor preach. In fact, sometimes I sweat teaching you. Hours upon hours that I give to studying the materials I come to present to you. And on Sunday, I am sweating everywhere trying to ensure you get what I'm teaching. And yet, in the same church, there are people who are not aligned this world into their life. The truth is, you can be exposed to teaching for eight good hours per day and it still will not materialize in your life. And yet, in less than two hours, somebody brings to you negative words and that thing is affecting you and impacting you. You know why? You refuse to process the word of God that you heard and gave into processing that negative thought. And that negative thought will begin to control you. It's all in the processing. You can imagine <laughs> those disciples Jesus met on the way to Emmaus. Who oh, were teaching Jesus to Jesus, trying to talk to Jesus. You are in the midst of Jesus and you still don't know who Jesus is. People can be in the church and still don't know who Jesus is. That is why somebody can still say, that teaching, I don't believe in that eternal security thing. Because you have not processed it. It, it comes to your ear and it flies through the other one. Say, ah, I'm just going there because, you know, I'm just going. So what you think about control your life. The truth is, if you don't do the word, you, I mean, if you forget the word, you will not do the word. Let's see what Jesus will have to say in Matthew chapter 12. There are many things I ought to say to you, but um, I believe that I've spoken some things to you. Matthew 12, 34 to 35. Oh, generations of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? 
For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the mouth cannot utter a word that has not been processed in the heart. Every word that comes out of the mouth of a man is not a mistake. There are things that have been processed in the heart. You cannot fulfill God's word if all that is in your heart is bad. Are we together? Some of you here, you might even have heavy heart right now. It's not helping you to concentrate on what I'm teaching. I pray for you. Receive peace so that you will hear me this morning. You have peace in you already, so what are you receiving? <laughs> Praise God. Verse 35. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. There is no way you are thinking bad, bad, bad. You don't see good in anybody. When, when you hear people talk about you and they are evil thing, do you know it's not a definition of who you are, but a definition of who the person that is talking about you is. So the question is, why are you worried? Why do you want to spend time processing that? Yes, you did wrong before. Yes, you made many mistakes in your life. Yes, you, there, there is nothing bad you did not put your hands into. We know. There is no curse you did not cause. We know. There is no arrogancy you didn't have. We know. <laughs> but if any man be in Christ, how do God see? How does God see me? He does not see. He said, "Your sins I will remember no more." God who never forgets anything, He's saying, "I will not remember your sin anymore." That is to say, God sees me in a different light. I am now his purpose. So, God sees me as his child. You know, Jesus Christ was teaching. He said, you are the children of your fathers, the devil. The same people who now God saved is no longer the children of the devil. He had delivered you from the kingdom of darkness and translated you into the kingdom of his sonship. Paul we no longer see you according to man. We see no man according to the flesh. But we see him according to the spirit. Know we no man by the flesh. Know we him by the spirit. So, how God sees you is how you should see yourself. How many of you know Paul is one person we call terrorist? Saul. Saul. You know Saul was a terrorist? It's not different from what Akeda and um, Boko Haram and the ISIS are doing. Where they go and burn up churches and burn people alive. That's what Paul was doing. In fact, he made his own law. Like, legal, thank you, legal. 
going to collect legal material to satisfy his ego to kill the Christians. But after he got saved, what would you have me do, Lord? That is not even where I am going yet. Paul came into the church. People were afraid. <laughs> the same Paul who killed people. The same Paul who rejoiced. <laughs> but when he found, I am crucified with him. I resurrected with him. You know what was his confession? He said, wrong I no man. And I bear upon my hand the blood of no man. That is how God saw him. You need to see yourself how God sees you. Not by what you have done. What you have done is past. Are we together, church? Church, are we together? Are we together? So, if good things comes out of you, it shows what you have processed in your heart. I have decided my destiny is too important to allow the worries and the cares of this life to distract me. Guess what? I cannot control what people say about me. Jesus asked, what do men say that I am? Everybody will say no matter of things. But he said, okay, now those people have said, but what do you say? Now you that are close to me. That means therefore, you who is here knows me better than any other person. So I can't control what they say. But what I can control is the processing. I hear it. Glory to God. He said, can it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation? Can't it all joy? When I hear it, in fact, it helps me pray more. It helps me study more. <laughs> when I used to look for trouble those days, when I don't hear anything again, <laughs> I shake up the tables again. <laughs> and I, you know, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. <laughs> but now that I've grown, I speak like an adult. I don't look for trouble anymore. <laughs> praise God. I said, praise God. So, we were created for his purpose. We were created for his purpose. You can imagine, for example, and this happened all the time. There are times, no, you, know, you know how this mind works? There are times I will walk past you. You will say, Pastor, good morning, sir. I did not say any word to you. It's not that I heard you and I didn't want to say good morning. Maybe my mind is somewhere else that I didn't even see you walk past me. Do you know that is possible? Don't let your mind wander away. Ah, Maybe pastor don't like me. I have said it before. Ah, you see that sister? That's why pastor is always favoring that sister. He likes that sister more than me. You see that brother? Ah, that brother is pastor's favorite. Can't you see the way he carries that brother? 
No, it's your mind that is wandering away and you are processing it that you are not living in assumption. Now, if you come to me and ask me, I will not ask you when. Because in the true sense, I did not see you. And it happens like that all the time. We carry things in our heart that we are not supposed to carry just by walking in assumption. You see a brother, maybe he's not smiling all the time in church. You see, ah, you see, he greeted that brother close to him. But when he look at me, he's frowning. Something is wrong somewhere. This brother hates me. <laughs> that is your mind. You know, as I'm teaching now, some of you now, your mind is veering away and wandering away. Bring it back here to the present. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know. Whatever God says about you in his book is finality. It is left for you to walk in it. Your decision. There are so many people who don't know me in town. Who already know me based on what somebody said. Hey, your enemy is my enemy. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, a long time ago in the church I was preaching, you know, and this brother said, oh, I never liked you. I never liked you. He's my best buddy today. <laughs> Amen. In ministry, he's not a minister, but in ministry, in business and in everything. Praise God. As a matter of fact, he's even the one that ordered this suit I'm wearing from Europe for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. He said, I never liked you because of the things I heard about you. So that was why the first time I came to the church and I heard you preach, that day I sat there, I was not listening to you, just waiting for the service to be over. And I left. Because of that, I never returned back to the church. He said, but one day I said to myself, why will I treat this person because of what I heard? And I got to know you. He said, ah, pastor, you are the sweetest person I've ever met. Because through think and thing, I followed this person through. I gave up my comfort for his comfort. That person you are carrying in your heart right now, why are you carrying that person in your heart? Is it based off on what you've heard? There are people who say all manner of things. And, they are for, and you too. <laughs> you will not see the person. <laughs> Clean your mind because you are created. Don't let anything 
You know, in the system of this world, when I'm your friend and I'm hungry with this brother, you will want me to be angry with him. Fight your fight and leave me alone. Why are you drawing me into it? As a result, we forget where we are from. Your purpose, God's giving purpose is not for you, but for people. There are so many of you, you've refused to receive from a person God has placed in your life because of your mind. Aha. <laughs> ah. You say, ah, no, no, it can't happen. Even if you are hearing God, you say, no, it will never happen. I, some of you will not even be rebuking the voice of God. I bite you, Satan. And God is saying, Satan, where is Satan coming from? It's me. Say, no. Don't play me leg over. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Go back to 24 again. 34. The last part. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. The mouth speak. It doesn't matter what you do. What you do is a definition of you. I will not follow you the way you want me to follow you. Don't drag, don't let anybody drag you into their mold. Be not conformed to this world. If you know your purpose, you know in Philippians, Paul said, there are some of you who preach Christ out of strife to increase my suffering and there are some of you who preach it out of love <laughs> do, you, do you know Paul now said even if you preach him out of strife as far as you are preaching Christ and saving souls souls I'm happy with you yeah out of the abundance of the heart you are speaking so your mind is very vital say my mind is very vital so you need to be thinking of good things only good things only good things only good things see good in people see good in people to close here there are many things I ought to say to you but we'll continue next week Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 Philippians 4 8 Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are lies, whatsoever things are false, but he says, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. In other words, these are the things you need to process. Did you hear me? 
These are the things you need to process. Do you think Paul didn't know about all the gossip that was in the church? You know, <laughs> in 1 Corinthians 3, reading from verse 1, he says, I could not write unto you as spiritual, but as unto carnal, because there is strife among you, jealousy among you. In other words, there is fight among you. Because you are processing things in your mind. Somebody was walking by, by mistake, step on your toe. You carry it for three years. Three years. And yet you are walking in God's purpose. Unforgiveness will hinder your answers to prayers. Praise God. So, whatsoever things are pure. So your mind needs to be filled with God's will. <laughs> and God's will should be in direct proportion to how you shape in your life. And remember we said God's will is in the written word. So, you must know the written word and you must follow the leading of the Spirit. Next Sunday, we will clear up some things on some of the things that are the will of God. Amen. Rise on your feet very quickly. I want you to just pray for yourself. Pray for everyone you know. You know what you are going to do? So many of you that still have things in your heart. Whatsoever that do it, do it quickly. <laughs> Whatsoever that doest, do quickly. In a hurry. <laughs> that was what um, Jesus said to, <laughs> what's his name? Judas. Whatsoever that do is do it quickly. <laughs> Some of you are carrying people in your heart. You know the word. You can quote the word. But you have no mature. Maturity is not about quoting. Maturity is doing the word. We are going to be addressing that one of God's will is that you honor the word and you grow in the word. Maturity. Some of you, you are carrying things even if somebody has hurt you. We thank God for God. No one can go through life without being hurt. Do you know how many times I have been hurt? Do you know how many times? You will never hear me now start narrating stories. The other day you did this and you did that. Praise God. There's no, we all have been hurt. And you will still be hurt. Remember crossover night? I said you are getting old. <laughs> Don't be trapped in that timeline. You are not supposed to be. 
you are carrying it on your mind. You can't grow past it. And yet, I'm the righteousness of God. And you are the righteousness of God and yet. Who are we deceiving? I've told you the prayer that I pray. God, let them see your love through me. In me, I have no capacity to love. But let them see your love through me. I give it off. You know, there are many of you here that have walked in dishonor. I have not said anything to you. It doesn't mean the day I will, uh, that I will not say anything. There is a day I will sit you down and I will tell you. I will give you steps. But I don't think about those things. And I say, Lord, help me. And you know what God told me? Whenever you are dishonored, kill it right there. Don't think about it. And what I do is, Father, I don't have capacity, Lord. I don't have capacity, Lord. There are times I hear things people say I said. Sometimes it could even be in relationships with people. They'll say, Pastor said this. Me. Me. I have my own marriage to take care of. Myself and my wife, we don't even discuss. She's here. Church members. Talk less of, you know. And there are times, if I come to you and I talk to you, let me not even go in there. And I hear some of these things. Now, I will not start remembering my dream because I know it's not, it's not possible in physical. <laughs> Maybe it happened in my dream. And I say, God, I'm you, my Lord. And God reminds me, if people were perfect, you wouldn't be their pastor. Open your mouth this morning. Release everything in your heart. Don't let that thing stop you from carrying the things of God. Don't let that thing ah, ah. <laughs> clear up your mind and pray. Is that how you pray? This is a serious matter because your mind is the area There are some things and decisions you made based of assumptions and lies that you have believed. My God, my mind are clear. My mind is clear. Say yes to God. Obey God now and forget about those things in your heart. God said to Peter, I mean Paul, you will suffer so many things for my sake. You, you have not even suffered anything. 
you are carrying everybody. Some of you carry pastor in your mind. Your own pastor in your mind. How will you receive? Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope your soul has been truly enriched. More video and audio teachings are available on our website, www.ChristRehobothChurch.com. Follow our social media pages and check us out on Facebook, Kingsley Agu Ministry, and on YouTube, Kingsley Agu Ministry.